Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Hi everyone, welcome to week three, and we are going to start off with our injury report. First one on our list is Mac Jones, who has a high ankle sprain. Uh, Could be out several weeks. It's unknown at this time uh, how long that'll be, and it... I presume that Brian Hoyer will probably be the backup. Yeah, I've uh, been in the league forever. Um, you know, he's just going to be a kind of bridge guy until Mac can come back. So your uh, uh, Jacoby Myers and uh, Devonta Parker, I think, had a good week this week. Um, you know, those guys are going to be left on your bench or even the waiver wire. I uh, look for... Uh, more opportunities potentially for Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Stevenson had a pretty decent game this week. Uh, you know, the lack of the passing attack, which might end up actually hurting the running game, right. but they're just uh, the uh, number of opportunities that they're going to see uh, is just going to it's going to go up. So just based off of opportunity, those two guys are you know in the in the potential for. More points, potentially, you know, just in general. More touches, definitely. I I have a feeling that you're going to see a lot of boxes stacked uh, against the run. Um, You know, single coverage on the outside because, you know, uh, until until they beat you, uh, I wouldn't have much faith in them. And I don't think New England still has an actual truly named offensive coordinator. Uh, Belichick was doing that weird thing in the, right. in the preseason where they they don't have specific coaches or right. coordinators. So, yep. Next on my list is Joe Mixon, who uh, had an ankle injury. He's day to day. I doubt it will impact him. Um, next is Michael Thomas, toe injury. Um, they were he was supposed to go undergo further evaluation. So I don't know the impact if he's going to miss any time. Um, Traquan Smith, who seemed to be having a pretty good game, um, ended up with a concussion and he's in the Mm -hmm. concussion protocol. Uh, So both Saints players, right? Traquan Smith? Correct. Yeah. So, um, I think about the only thing, you know, if, if Traquan misses, uh, especially if Michael Thomas misses, uh, also don't forget this is a London game this coming week for week four, eight, eight. 8 or 8.30 a.m. kickoff our time, so be on top of that. If you got guys you're not sure about in that matchup, make sure you got your lineup set. Um, I was so close to swapping out Chris Olave for Zeke Elliott in my flex. I ended up winning, luckily, on the Zeke touchdown, um, but Olave went absolutely bananas this last week. Uh, uh, so um, if those two guys are out, Olave should see a just ridiculous amount of targets this week he's he's gotten a lot lately i mean yeah we saw it two weeks ago um what did he have 12 targets yeah i mean it's it's an unbelievable number of of looks that he's getting regardless of who else is in there yeah um next one is jarvis landry a minor foot injury day to day probably not going to miss time amon ross st brown ankle day to day uh, another one. I mean, he injured it. He looked hobbled 
He mm-hmm. still played. He still made plays. Yeah. So I don't, I don't necessarily seen him missing time. DeAndre Swift, uh, shoulder injury, could miss some time. I haven't heard an update on that. I think when I was looking earlier today on Yahoo, um, uh, Dan Campbell was talking about, I believe it was for DeAndre Swift, was talking about having him just sit out uh, a couple weeks, and he said, I believe it's what they said is after their bye week, which is week six. So he could potentially be out for most of October if hopefully you handcuffed Jamal Williams because we see this year and in you know the last couple of years with Jamal Williams even when Swift is in there Williams is getting a lot of touches right and obviously once Swift did get injured it was a Jamal Williams game after that and right. he had a very very good fantasy day so if you have him you're lucky if not you know if you need a running back you may have to go and pay a price to get him if you have to could be on the waiver wire depending upon how yeah, true. how big your league is um, next one is Delvin Cook, shoulder subluxation, unknown timetable as of right now. Um, same type of thing. I mean, if you have Alexander Madison, great. Yep. If you are, I mean, there's a, there's, you know, this is, this is the same injury that has plagued Delvin Cook quite a bit in the past. So it yeah. could be another, you know, yeah, that I he, think. Takes time off. I I believe I had heard that uh, since like high school, he's been having this same kind of injury. Um, Last year it happened to him. He's got some sort of brace or something that that he wears when after he does this particular injury. And this happened last year. He did that and then had arguably one of his best career games. Um, So I'm not saying that's going to happen. But, (laughs) you know, if, if he plays... You know, he's still one of the top backs in the league. Um, you know, you're just worried about more work going to Madison, which is probably going to happen. Right. Uh, so you probably will see a little negative, uh, you know, obviously a negative effect on his uh, final scores. Yep. Uh, next, and it sounds like uh, quite a few running backs were injured. David Montgomery, uh, ankle or knee, uh, could be several weeks. So, you know, there's a guy by the name of Khalil Herbert. Go get him who had a huge yeah. game, even even though he didn't start, came in for Montgomery. So if if you can go get him, go get him if he's on the waiver wire. Um, next is A.J. Green, knee injury, unknown how long it could be. Um, next is Travis Homer, uh, rib injury, unknown also. They were, it's, it's, I guess it's better if you break ribs than if you injure the rib cartilage so if it's broken ribs he could possibly play if it's rib cartilage he probably will take some time to heal i don't know how big of a a factor he is uh in that offense yeah i think he was taking a couple carries away from you know penny and and ken walker but even if he wasn't involved at all it doesn't change any that backfield's kind of a mess right now it's one that you probably just want to avoid if you can right i mean not only is it rbbc it's rbbc with three options yeah and you know probably better to stay away from it you're right now we move on to the studs and we will start with the aforementioned khalil herbert he was plus 22.8 points he had two passes thrown his way, and he caught both of them for 12 yards. 
He rushed 20 times for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, the uh, the usage after Montgomery went down is huge. Um, you know, Herbert's a guy that uh, every now and then would pop, you know, especially if Montgomery was a little banged up, he would pop, uh, you know, but then he'd be kind of quiet. He's a very up-and-down kind of running back, but, you know, if this week was any indication, especially with Chicago, you know, was it through the first three weeks, I think they've completed 23 passes. Mm completed 23 which yep. is what an average quarterback does in a single week right um fields yeah. is struggling yeah uh so they're gonna lean on him you know uh they pretty much have to lean on him so if montgomery misses i think you can fire herbert up as a potential top 10 fantasy running back uh this upcoming week or for as long as as montgomery's out right uh, next up, we have Lamar Jackson, plus 18.15 points, which is quite a few above oh, yeah. what you were expecting because they were expecting good points out of him. He was 18 out of 29 passing for 218 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, 11 rushes for 107 yards and a touchdown. Keeps on doing it. Yeah, he's got to be the front runner for MVP right now. Um it just yeah, he's just playing out of his mind. You know, you look at the 107 rushing yards. You know, he's beating. There's, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, uh, the, Dalvin Cook. These kind of guys that you're Austin Eckler only had like five rushing yards this week, and you're getting 107 yards and a rushing touchdown out of your quarterback and four passing touchdowns. And, yeah, I, four I mean, passing touchdowns. Yeah, he he. You know, J.K. Dobbins was back. And J.K. Dobbins was not horrible. No. Um, he wasn't great, but he didn't, you know, he 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 played adequately. Uh, I think they'll work him back into it. Mm-hmm. But Lamar is, is you know, uh, a rush waiting to happen on every play. Yep. So, I mean, he's, he's exciting and, you know, he's averaging, you know, th- this past week, 10 yards a carry. Uh, you're going to see that a lot. So... Um, next up is Mac Hollins, um, plus 17.69, eight catches on 10 targets, 158 yards and a touchdown. This one's frustrating for me because I have Devonte Adams. <laughs> I can imagine. Very frustrating. Now, Devonte yeah. has a touchdown in each of the first three games. And that's saving him right now as a fantasy oh, yeah. receiver. Yeah. Because uh, his yardage, he had 36 receiving yards this week right. on the same number of targets as Mac Hollins, but Hollins goes over, what, what was he, 158? 158. And a touchdown on the right. same amount of targets. Uh, you know, defenses are very comfortable right now letting Mac Hollins do this to them, right. where they're just blanketing double coverage in Devontae Adams because yeah. he's just that, that guy. I wonder so. if he still thinks, you know, that... Uh, <laughs> Carr is better than Rodgers. Uh, yeah. I, I think he'd probably rather be back in Green Bay, but oh, yeah. you know, Green Bay has you know thirty million reasons why they would prefer not to have him there. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, you know, it allowed him to sit, uh, to sign a lot of people mm-hmm. who they wouldn't currently have. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. So next up is Jamal Williams. Imagine that. Uh, plus 15.9 points, two catches on two targets, 20 yards, but he had 20 rushes for 87 yards and two touchdowns. And just like we said, you know, someone someone gets hurt, and if you have a decent backup 
like Khalil Herbert, Mm -hmm. like Jamal Williams, you are going to see very little difference when you play the backup as opposed to the starter. Um, Cleveland has it with Chubb and and, um, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Um, You know, it's if Packers have it, you know, if if you have two quality backs, Mm -hmm. you're not going to see a, a huge downgrade when one of them potentially gets injured, yeah, which for sure. is what happened. Yep, and the upside with Jamal, not this week, but is his uh, pass-catching ability, too. He's very good out of the backfield, which, you know, every game he's not going to get 20 carries, um, you know, but he'll supplement that with hopefully targets, you know, which obviously you score more points if you're full PPR. Right. Um, you know, so you get that upside. Uh, yeah, Williams and Chubb, or not Chubb, sorry, Swift are very close, but Chubb has that, God, Chubb, jeez, <laughs> I keep thinking Swift. about, because I keep thinking about Chubb and Kareem Hunter, basically the same, you know, value running right. back. They're so close. Right. There's a little bit more difference between Swift and Williams because Swift has that home run any play type of you know ability right whereas williams has that every now and then but he's mostly going to get you your three to four yards of carry and just kind of plod but then he'll also catch uh some few you know a couple passes out of the backfield right so our last uh stud for the week was devonta smith plus 14.99 points he had eight receptions on 12 targets 169 yards and a td yeah I surprising think, uh, no um I don't, it's not surprising. It's, I think on the, you know, it's relieving if you're a Devonta Smith owner because week one, he goosed you. He had nothing, right. you know, week one. And you look at what Jalen Hurts is doing um, as a quarterback, which he's my fantasy quarterback, so I'm loving that right now. But you look at what he, he's he been doing, that week one score, it got you kind of worried. Right. And then he came back with a solid week two, and now he explodes in week three with this huge stat line and most of it was before the half mm-hmm. they were so far up because i had the same thing with jalen hurts had a very good fantasy week but if washington could have challenged them a little bit these two guys and devonta smith in general he was just he was just on a heater you know anything that got thrown to him it seemed like he was catching um you know, they both could have, but Devonta in general, since we're talking about him, could have went absolutely nuclear, I feel like, if Washington could have pressured, you know, uh, challenged them enough. But that's also a testament to the Eagles' defense. Right. I think the Eagles' team right now is the best team in the NFC. I would they're tend to agree with so you. They're good right now. Right. They're, they're running on all cylinders, yeah. which, is, which is great. However, uh, talk to me in Week 16 – and tell me which team is running on all cylinders, and I'm going to tell you that's the team to beat. Yeah. Because, you know, and it happens every year. That You know, what happened with Arizona last year? You know, when mm-hmm. the 8-0? Something like um, that, yeah. You know, uh, they, they looked like the team to beat. And they fell apart in the second half of the season. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not, and I'm, don't get me wrong, I am not saying that Philadelphia is, is going to do that because Philadelphia has, in my mind, more tools yep. than Arizona did um, last year. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Yep. So next we get into our duds. And I'm a little surprised by number one on this list. <laughs> um, you know, he was our number one stud two weeks ago. Yep. He was one of our duds last week, and he's a dud again. 
and it's Justin Jefferson, minus 16.83, three catches, six targets, 14 yards. Yeah, that's, uh, if you're a Jefferson owner, you are, <laughs> you're crying right now. And yeah, that's bad. And let me say, you know, from, from my perspective, if someone wanted to trade me Justin Jefferson right now on, you know, more cheaply than he truly was worth yeah. by his dra- draft capital, I'd take it in a minute. Well, yeah. He, he will turn it around. Oh, for sure. Um, I was I was talking to a buddy who, you know, someone wanted to make a trade with him, and Justin Jefferson was the guy that this guy was giving up. And I think he thought, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, we're going to go by, by name and hopefully he hasn't really paid attention. <laughs> I, I would take Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, second on the list is Justin Fields. Um, minus 10.04 points, eight of 17 passing, 106 yards, two interceptions, eight rushes for 47 yards. He's just not getting it done. No, that Bears passing attack is bad. Um, you know, the, the 17 pass attempts is, I, you see high school teams throwing the ball twice as much, you know. Right. Uh, they just, you know, the, the pass catching weapons for Chicago just aren't getting it done either for him. You know, two picks, Whether I, I didn't watch the game, so whether they were just mistakes on his part or if they were just he's he's having to force it because these guys aren't getting any separation um you know the only good part of chicago's offense right now is the rushing attack right um you know fields is probably not the last time we'll see him in the duds i have a feeling he's going to be there quite often um unless they can do they can figure out something to help unlock him with the passing side of it well and he wasn't he wasn't horrible last year yeah but they had Allen Robinson mm-hmm. to well, go with Darnell Mooney. Yeah. And now no Robinson. Yeah, Mooney's just non-existent. Well, I mean, he's going to be on the waiver wire here fairly. If not already, I think this week if he duds again, Mooney, you're going to see him everywhere on the waiver wire. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he he's... My guess is he's the one who's getting all the coverage. Oh, for sure. So if he's getting the coverage, Cole Komet, I mean... Cole Komet was supposed to be a potential breakout Put player. Back to back donuts. Yeah, I mean, too. but but again, if if your quarterback can't find an open target, yeah. and those are your only two real weapons outside of your running backs, it you know, I'm I'm not afraid. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not worried about you beating us with. Yeah. You just got as a defensive I mean, who, coordinator. Who, I would just do a, a Belichick, and you take away the run game, and you say, "All right, Justin Fields, beat us." I mean, you throw the ball. Equ- and Equinemius Saint Brown. Yeah, failed Packers receiver. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the Packers didn't yeah. want him. Was he going to be a breakout player there? No. Um, who's the other? Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle, uh, the rookie, uh, Valus Jones, who had a little bit of hype around him, but you know, like. You're throwing the ball seven times. But he was times. he was third. He was, yeah, I don't remember third or fourth round yeah, or he something. Was, he was definitely a, a second or third day draft pick. So I mean, yeah, you don't you do not have an Allen Robinson. Yeah, you have Darnell Mooney, who in the right system with the right quarterback and a supporting cast 
can be an excellent receiver. Yep. I mean, I a year or two ago he was a stud. Yeah, yeah last all year, the time. Yeah, last year he had quite a few strung together, quite a few very good games. Right. So, so it's it's yeah. I, I don't I don't say it's baffling. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's not a big surprise knowing that they don't have the receivers to get it done. Yeah. So. You know, you're you're right. We we probably will see Justin Fields here quite a bit. Um, not good. Yeah, I'm gonna just take one dig being a Badgers fan. These Ohio State quarterbacks suck <laughs> in the in the next level. Yeah, uh, it's uh, been a while if ever one of them has truly panned out to be a good to great NFL quarterback. Right. So next on our list is David Montgomery. Um, again, he got injured. He was 10 points below projection. Uh, three rushes, 11 yards. And, you know, he'll be out for a while, and hence Khalil Herbert. Yep. Um, Not much to say there because of an injury. Uh, Next we have Joe Flacco. Um, Surprised he's still in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Minus 9.74. He was 28 of 52 for 285 yards and two interceptions. I'm surprised his arm hasn't fallen off. He's averaging like 50 pass attempts a game. Yeah. essentially you know they've thrown the ball so much um you know you come back they just came back down to earth they came back to be the jets from you know last week uh uh you know coming back and playing very well again maybe not very well but getting it done against cleveland and winning that game right um you know you're gonna come back to earth yeah like you said flacco just a old quarterback um they got zach wilson playing next week sounds like so you know, Flacco is going to be back on the bench. So if Wilson misses again and it's a couple weeks down the road, Flacco will probably be a streaming option because his arm will feel better. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably <laughs> why he wore out after last yeah, week. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just the Jets' age. Um, you know, uh, who do the Jets play again this week? I can't, uh, for the life of me, can't remember. Don't remember. But, you know, if it was a better defense, that's kind of what you expect from, you know, from the Jets. Right. You know. So our last person on the duds list is Joe Mixon, uh, minus 9.4, 3 of 7 receiving for 14 yards, 12 carries for 24 yards. Yeah, the uh, yardage total is not good. Uh, you know, the, the receptions are okay for him. Uh, it's kind of frustrating with him, too, because he is a – He's one of those guys that can be a three-down back. He's actually a very good pass catcher. I had him last year when he ended up as, like, the number three running back. Right. Uh, he can be that guy, but the the Bengals spent all this money on their O-line, and it's still bad. Right. Like they, they were – I mean, I think it was last week I heard, I heard a stat that based off of weeks one and two that uh, Joe Burrow was on pace to be sacked over 100 times. Yeah. And he was the most sacked quarterback last year, and they were uh, like a little north of 60 times, I believe. So whatever they did for their O-line, it is either not going to work or it's just taking time for them to meld and figure everything out. Um, I mean, Mixon will be fine here and there like this. Might have a couple weeks here and there like this where he's a little lower, but, you know, he's he's always, you know, they get down in the red zone, five-yard line. He's always available. You know, he's going to score touchdowns here and there. You know, pretty consistently. Right. So. I mean, he did. He didn't did injure himself. So yeah. I don't know at what point in the game that that actually occurred and how much he was out. But but you're right. I mean, Cincinnati does not look like Cincinnati from last year, yeah. which you know, 
uh, offensive line, like you said, I mean, that plays into everything. They can't throw the ball. Um, Jamar Chase, you know, he's not on our studs list. Yeah. Um, kind of salvaged his day with a touchdown, even, yep. I believe. Joey Burrow isn't on our studs list. I mean, they're not on our duds list, but at the same time, they're not winning games and mm-hmm. they're not, you know, th- that offensive line is pretty much killing them. Mm-hmm. Um, if they want to go back to the AFC Championship game again. Yeah, for sure. So that's all we've got for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you've got any questions, please send them our way, and we'll try and get them answered. I'm Ozzy. And I'm Austin. We'll catch you next week. See you later.